You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. What's up, what's up? It's your boy, Gangster Gurry, back, 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 back again with a new episode of Mystic Moments Podcast, where I'm bringing a little wisdom and mysticism to your week. Ooh, and baby girl, we're back again. Happy New Year, babies. Happy New Year. Welcome. You have transitioned into 2020 with me, and I am so grateful if you are sitting here listening to my black ass on today. <laughs> I'm so grateful to be here speaking with you guys once again. Um, Yeah, it's the new year. I just actually got back from Toronto a couple of days ago. The doll wanted to travel. Um, It was something that was really important to me um, because the last time that I traveled was back in 2013. And while it was a life-changing experience, it was very, very difficult. So I had a dream to get out of the country for quite some time. And, um, you know, it's really hard (laughs) to plan trips, you know what I'm saying? Because in my mind, I was like, oh, I need to have all the money together at one time. So it took me some time to really just like understand, like, no, bitch, it's about just putting pieces on and just making it happen. And I made it happen. I made it made it happen, got across the border, you know, got a little time to shop, meet people, uh, connect with folks, do some readings with people. So it was a wonderful time. Um, So I'm excited to go ahead and jump into a variety of different things that we can look forward to, um, or I don't even know if the word is look forward to, child, because there's so much shit going on. There's so much shit going on. Like, let's talk about the shit that's going on, y'all. Like, what is happening? If you're in the United States and you're listening to this, or even anywhere in the world, what is happening right now? There's so much going on, so much destruction, so much, you know, there's a lot of jokes going around about this World War III shit, but let's be real about it. Like, for me personally, like, this is scary. And honestly, like, it wasn't something that um, popped into my, uh, let's just say my vision, Um, basically just like as far as what was going on until recently. Um, It was something that I wasn't searching for, and then all of a sudden, everybody's talking about it, and now it's here. And I will just say that this is not the first time that I've gotten vibrations about something big happening, but I'm going to jump into that. As we talk about the star summary, you know, where we get a little, how we figure out we're going to get our gold star this week. So just for clarification, right now, what I'm going to be looking to, um, so I'm going to be talking about a couple of different things. Um, As far as the star summary that we are going into for this upcoming period, I'm going to be looking at uh, what we've already transitioned out of. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about the new moon eclipse that we just transited out of um, in the new moon in Capricorn. I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, this full moon eclipse that's coming up, uh, which the full moon will be in Cancer at 20 degrees. And I'm going to touch a little bit on Venus in Pisces that's going to be happening on um, January 13th. Um, so I'm gonna be jumping into a couple of different things and I'm gonna have this stretch probably all the way until about, we'll say January the 17th. The 17th feels like an appropriate date. So let's go ahead and begin, child. So as I said with the star summary, um, the first thing that I wanted to discuss was the 
solar eclipse that happened. Um, so the solar eclipse that happened on December 26, 2019 was in four degrees at Capricorn. So y'all know I'm a student, right? So before I begin talking about anything, any fucking thing with this show, I want to state I don't listen to podcasts. I barely listen to my own back. The last episode that I've uh, posted is the first episode that I think that I've been able to listen to in its entirety. And that's just because, I don't know, it's one of those things like some people, like some actors, like don't like watching themselves back when they act. It's sometimes weird to me to listen to myself back uh, with what I record, just being honest, even my daily videos. It's just a thing. So I have not really listened to any podcasts, anything like that, anybody's like discussions. I've seen a couple of tweets. I've seen a couple of Instagram posts. So if I'm able to remember names and just like where I... uh, pulled those things from and just like what was pulled to me and then I'm gonna be talking about the things that have been coming into my vision and my vibration and there are a couple people that I know out there that can corroborate this so let's go ahead and begin first thing that came up was the whoo child before I even begin into this let me go ahead count down seven six five four three two one because I'm about to get real really real all right the thing about this is I'm a Scorpio, as we all know. And y'all, if y'all are here and y'all are listening to this, I'm just going to be very real about it. I don't be sharing all my shit because at the end of the day, I be being told not to share all my shit, okay? I be being told, like, nah, like, it's not time for all of that right now. Like, keep it, you know, keep it on lock. So this is the first time that I really opened up um, in regards to, like, the visions, the vibrations, the things that I've been talking about. And this dates as far back as, we'll say, July of 2019, Okay, Um, so this is some information that I've been sitting on. I'm going to stop yapping, get into the tea. Solar eclipse that happened on December 26th. Um, It basically passed uh, four degrees in Capricorn. So one of the... um, one of the texts that I use in conjunction with uh, some of my astrological work is Inside Degrees by, I think his name is Elias Lonsdale. Um, it's developing your soul biography using the Chandra symbol. So what, I, what it is, is it has all the different degrees um, and all the different zodiac signs, and they have different descriptions for them. Um, so the December 26th solar eclipse at four degrees, um, it says <clears throat> specifically at four degrees, footprints in the snow. And I feel like I may have uh, spoken about this, but following your own footsteps, right? Um, In order to allow yourself to go on this predetermined course that you know that you were supposed to go through, the lessons um, and the scenes are so very familiar. With individual karma is this strong, the truth is that you must go through what you have set for yourself to take on. And inwardly, you know it, while outwardly, you tread lightly, whistling in the dark, hoping that heavy feeling does not mean what you know it means, for better and for worse. So I will say that um, in my trip, uh, for me personally, um, I needed some time to really just like look at who I was, look at what was going on, look at what was kind of like, and I had plans, like I had plans to meet up with people. I had plans to like, really like go into hermit mode because I, uh, if you uh, follow me, um, there is a uh, template that I'm going to be offering to you guys that I'll talk a little bit more about during the tarot tea, um, section of this, uh, which I'm going to talk a little bit about that because y'all know we go together so I can tell y'all the real shit about what's going on. Um, but I have a template that kind of like follows the moon cycles that I've created. Um, so it's like, what is the biggest lesson of the moon cycle? Like, where are you at at that very moment in time? What's the tool you need to kind of like take on? So the solar eclipse for me was all about going to hermit mode. And this trip to Toronto was very much that. And that this Capricorn degree, um, it talked about just like, you know, really going inward. And there were some conversations with some people that I had to have that were very 
not necessarily difficult, they were familiar. And there were certain patterns that I was noticing as I was out of town in regards to just like conversations with others, just like my chronic, I guess, like loneliness, like, let's be real about it. Like everybody else is getting in relationships, everybody else is dating. And I was just like, well, why can't I do the same? Um, why can't I be in the same place? But I feel like the universe has been dropping, like it's dropping hints that I'm single to people. And it's been putting like these breadcrumbs out there because let's just say while I was on my trip, there was a man that I met that was very attracted to my energy. Follow me on Instagram. This man was a model. And he was a PhD student and he helped me find my shoes, my nice boots. I got some nice leather boots, girl. Um, helped me find my nice leather boots, um, like Cinder Fella, bitch. Also, if I think I talked to you guys about this, like this little voyeur event that I was supposed to be going to, I didn't go. Something internally felt incorrect about going. Um, and I'll get into that on a different date because let's just say that some some portions of that are unfolding in regards to myself and just like my growth and like my personal sexual growth and all of the type of shit anyway but uh the solar eclipse meeting says it's a uh, ideal time to make a fresh start write your new goals on paper question your old habits and behaviors as you search for new and inventive ways to make progress um so I know that I definitely did write some things down. I still am in the process of like integrating lessons because for me, trips are always time to like take a step back and think about like the shit that you kind of like have been going through. And then for me, because I was by myself, I had some time to really think and I was on like native land. Like if I think about it, um, somebody that I met while I was in Toronto, shout out to Lady Isabel, um, was talking about how Toronto is very like, you know, sacred land. Um, and in the sense of just like, you know, the natives and, you know, how the natives has always kind of like lived in that area and the different uh, territories and things of that nature that exist. And the whole time that I was there, like I really could not gain, um, like I couldn't gain warmth in my extremities. Like my fingers, my toes were cold. It felt like there were spirals that were going on and stuff like that. So that energy um, was all about just like the stimulating, it says this uh, increased personal freedom, creativity and curiosity make this great eclipse for leaving your comfort zone, trying something new. Well, I definitely did that. Chance encounters could lead to stimulating new relationships definitely happen. Also good time for making changes in your life because they should flow smoothly and cause less upset than you might think. Very, very true. And then Jupiter trying Uranus, which brings lucky breaks and exciting encounters. Feel less restrained, more optimistic and adventurous, uh, willing to take risks without being rebellious. If you're a shy, conservative person, that aspect helps you loosen up and go with your instincts, which is something I definitely did in every single kind of like mode. It's so interesting how astrology does that. Um, and obviously at this Capricorn placement, it just was like these things that I had to kind of like decide on made me feel more grounded. They made me feel more just like, okay, like even though my mind is going a little crazy and I am a Libra moon. So like my thought, like my thought patterns are more just like, ah, like always just like in my head, I definitely loosened up a lot. Um, and it said that, uh, you're able to learn new things through experience, language, style of art, music, or dance, spiritual practices like meditation and astrology can lead to a spiritual growth spurt and expanded awareness. T. So I don't know if you guys experienced that during this last uh, cycle. However, it talks about just like an expansion of spiritual growth. It talks about an expansion of personal freedom as one of my candles that was on my altar. Just so yes, it's very much you probably have been in a place of expansion, um, creativity, curiosity. What did you notice has changed over the last couple of weeks? 
is in regards to these things, the self-understanding, the spiritual growth, how has that transited in your life personally recently? Um, and how have you uh, gained new relationships? How have you noticed uh, chances for success? Um, now, we will say that it has been a lot of craziness that has ha been happening in the universe. Um, so as my little ass is coming back to the United States, um, this is what, December 2nd? Because I took a, a bus up and a bus down. Like I was very much telling people like, I'm on my eat, pray, love, like da 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 da, whatever. And with this uh, eat, pray, love moment, I decided to take a bus up and a bus down. One, because it was cheaper, and two, you know, I just thought it was going to be better for me to have time to like work on stuff. Well, I've spent most of that time just like processing a lot of things. And as I'm, you know, coming back into the States, that's when I realized that um, all of this quote unquote uh, shit is happening in Iran. Um, and I want to take a moment to give some silence to all of what's happening because this is this is just silence in regards to, for me, um, giving a moment to all of those souls that need a moment of prayer. And I'm going to actually send a little Reiki to all of you that are listening. It's in distance Reiki to those that are um, living in all of these places that are being affected and send a little peace to all of the minds of those that need it in this very moment in time right now. So the reason being is because all of this, as I'm coming back, it was just very overwhelming. Like I was on social media and I was noticing there was just a lot of stuff that was going on. Um, and a lot of people just like some people making jokes, you know, to lighten the mood, but not really. And sometimes the jokes are a little crass and I'm just not that type of person. Low key, my ex-boyfriend, uh, Aquarius Sun, Gemini, Moon and Rising, he used to make jokes about dark stuff. And I was like, this isn't funny and this isn't cute. So I just get very sensitive about that. Call him my Pisces Rising. Um, but I also was realizing that like a lot of the energy was just very heavy. Now, I will say that, okay, so I'm being told to wait a little bit in regards to inserting. I'm going to give a little background information in regards to just like this eclipse has just made people just show their true selves, you know? Um, I'm starting to notice it in my life and the, the people around me. Like I definitely just in my own vision, my own world was having conversations with people um, that I don't necessarily have conversations with often. Um, and I was noticing just like a lot of connections and it was just like people opening up, myself opening up as well, but then also knowing where I had to just like assert myself. So like, I think this is something important to practice. Like if you're listening and you're into astrology, download maybe the moon app. Um, there's also another app um, that is called uh, Moon Phase. Um, I would suggest potentially looking into that as well, just to look at how the moon transits. And then I would just suggest looking at your energy and how that conjuncts, um, because I was noticing a lot of just like, excuse me, things about myself. Now, what I'm also noticing, I might as well say this, as I get that gassy shit, that gassy shit is energy kind of like making itself available. So the truth is coming out. Let's rock it. So um, back in about July or August, I want to say this was when I was having my last um, or my most recent spiritual upgrade, as I like to call it. Um, I was hanging out with some of my friends. So um, as you guys know, Will is to meet a Salen um, or a side eye special, as you guys may know him or Redding Tarot, lots of names. He, um, another friend of mine, Atusa at Atusa Mwanzade on Twitter um, and I were in my house. We were talking. And um, I don't know if you guys are aware, uh, but there's like this 20 year uh, presidential thing. Uh, it's like a presidential curse. 
So uh, it's called the Pre the Curse of Tippecanoe, I believe it's called. It's the president elected in years divisible by 20. So I'm actually finding this off of Wikipedia, but this information came to me some time ago. And I will say that when I was reading it back then, um, I got very emotional and started feeling like destruction and people crying and a lot of just like, Ooh, even as I say it now, I'm starting to feel like the emotions well up. Um, but it was like, as I was reading it, I had like a visceral reaction to it in front of the people that I was with. So it just signified to me that like, there's a lot of death, assassination, like shit coming in my first, and, I, and I'm not the person to really do this. So that's why I'm like, this is, and I'm starting to get like a little, whoo, 1096-5432. I just feel like there's an assassination on the, on the rise. Um, so the curse of Tippecanoe is the alleged pattern of death in office of presidents elected in years that are evenly divisible by 20 from William Henry Harrison elected in 1840 through John F. Kennedy elected in 1960. Reagan was elected in 1980 and was wounded by gunshot. He survived. Um, George Bush survived his terms in office despite an assassination attempt. Um, and that was in 2000. So um, the exceptions would be the last two. Um, and it says Ronald Reagan um, was not followed by his death in office by seriously being wounded in an assassination attempt um, within months of his 1981 inauguration. Days after Reagan survived the shooting, um, I think a columnist wrote Reagan in the Eerie Zero Factor. Uh, the president had either disproved the superstition or had nine lives. Um, then the next person would be whoever's elected, right? So of course, everything that's happening, and I'm, I was an international studies major, but like, that's not my jam, you feel what I'm saying? Um, all the way, like, I'm just gonna tell you from what I know and what I've been feeling. Um, if, you know, that man is back in the office, then he would fall into that uh, line, he would fall into that, uh, he'd fall into that lane of being potentially assassinated. And I will say that whoever is, uh, just keep, keep an eye on what's going on with that. To comes this curse, the zero year curse, the 20 year curse. Um, so just, that's the first thing that's come up. I've definitely had the vibrations of, um, that happening <laughs> i don't know what it is going to be and of course you know i was scared when i first felt it and if, uh, there are other people that are rising up and you've seen some of the tweets about people talking about um this death or people getting hits about like the the assassinations like the war and now you know people joking about world war three now this full moon is coming up on january 10th it's at 20 degrees in cancer so going back to inside degrees um 20 degrees in cancer um, it says, many brightly colored tropical fish. So when you're inside the life flow, the vividness of impressions and the vibrancy of response wax, responses wax so strong and powerful, you must live it out in the unconscious, leaving the conscious levels high and dry. The immense fertility of imaginative depth stay inside and avoid super flooding by setting off a private preserve of consciousness within, which to maintain personal priorities. So this is about knowing that like, okay, everybody has things that they need right now. And how are we going to be able to bring those to each other? Like, it's all about living it out in the unconscious. Like you have to know what you need inside and know sometimes it's not gonna make sense. And sometimes you have to share whatever is coming up. And that may be nerve wracking. You know what I mean? Like that may be a little, uh, like you feel like you have to protect yourself. 
um, you have to protect yourself against bullies. Like you have to really keep yourself safe. So like, what does that look like for you? Like on the unconscious, like, and sometimes the conscious level is like what's going on around, around you. You can't tap into that because it's so overwhelming. Um, continuing on, it says inside the deep and vital fluids are quickened and marvelously differentiated and vast. This rigid division between the overt and the covert is felt to be simply a given. The consequences are severe. All livingness is excluded by consciousness and all consciousness is excluded by livingness. This stance is static and repetitive and represents a final echo of a long-standing duality, which must yield to a whole new way of being in this world when every option, every other option is used up. So a very new way of being, a whole new way of being in this world, a final echo of long-standing duality. So I think of this as like the duality between that emotional side and how we show up because as we know, this eclipse is in Cancer. So Cancer is ruled by the moon and this is happening in a lunar eclipse. Um, and this is all about communication. Um, and sometimes it's going to be this uh, oppressive communication. So we have to remember, we don't ascribe to that oppressive communication when the moon is in Cancer. Um, and this comes from uh, Colin Bedell's Inside, or excuse me, Queer Cosmos, the astrology of queer identities and relationships, as I've used this before as a um, background text. Um, and also more of the information about the lunar eclipse is going to be coming from the Astrology King. Shout out to all of them um, as my uh, resources. Child, as this uh, ambulance goes by, shout out to New York, giving you the signs, y'all. Um, so as cancer is the first water sign, it initiates the experiences natural to the water elements, feelings, intuition, creativity, emotional bonds, longing for home. Um, cancer is the only sign mothered by the moon, which is why the moon is the heart of our charts, why cancer leads with their heart. So this is all about you leading with your heart, um, especially with opposing forces like work and home, what you need versus what you want whatever external and internal pressures are coming up, you have to move out of that, right? You're gonna clearly see any relationship dynamics or negative feelings causing disharmony. This is gonna be happening on the 10th. Um, specifically, I also shout out to magicofi.com. Also a moment for um, all of the wildfires in Australia that are going on. <sighs> so Magic of I, I believe was uh, the creators are based out of Australia and I was looking at their Instagram recently. Um, but their uh, journal that is a planner that I have, um, it talks about the full moon in Cancer is going to be at uh, 1121 Pacific Standard Time. So that would be 221 a.m. Pacific Standard, or excuse me, Eastern Standard Time. The lunar eclipse um, is going to happen at uh, 209 Eastern Standard Time. And the affirmation is I bring softness and heart into my work. I nurture my ups and downs. So how can you be nurturing throughout this lunar eclipse that's coming up? Um, this tension is coming with a supercharged moon, obviously, since it is a lunar eclipse, and it represents a resetting of your emotions, clearing away the emotional baggage of the previous six months. So whatever do you, whatever you need to clear out emotionally is going to happen, and um, especially with those blind spots, indirect communication, hypersensitivity. Um, seeing things emotionally, seeing things intuitively, your intuitive nature is going to be arisen. A lot of people are going to be feeling this tyranny and oppression. A lot of people are going to be speaking out and going into different directions as far as sharing this information and trying to be just like more open um, in regards to what they see, how they feel. Um, some of these aspects that are going to be coming. So lunar eclipse is going to be opposite Mercury. It's going to cause emotional bias, polarized thinking that makes it harder to understand, communicate your feelings, difficulty of everyday problems, 
addiction, racism, prejudice may influence your thoughts, words, and behaviors. Listen carefully. Think before speaking. Think before speaking because it may cause a tendency to react instinctively, especially when upset. Lunar eclipse is going to be opposite Saturn, can cause sadness, boredom, loneliness, difficulty sharing your emotions can lead to late relationship problems. Um, also, it can cause inner turmoil with its opposite Pluto um, and relationship drama. Feelings can intensify to an extreme level because you cannot uh, control your reactions or behavior. So like really watch your emotions over the next couple of weeks. Um, and then some feelings may uh, really go into fear, jealousy, obsessiveness. Um, we also know that uh, this summary is going to be very masculine authoritarian. So we're gonna see a lot playing out on the governmental field. Um, at the global level, it gives voice to religious and spiritual leaders, humanitarian organizations and environmental groups. So all of the tarot readers, all the spiritual folks, because as I say this, it is so foggy in New York right now. Um, and this was not like this this morning. So yeah, it's gonna be very, crazy um, in the sense of people are just going to be happy to draw on faith and support. Make sure that you have your people in line, like as far as like the people that you trust, the people that you can communicate with, like all of that it needs to be very just like in flow and in kind of like, you need to have that in order. If you need a reading, um, if you need some Reiki, I think Reiki is going to be very helpful because everybody's emotions can be heightened. Um, and I know that I've been, you know, administering it to myself and administering it to my friends. And like, I think if you go onto my Instagram, I definitely felt the, the nudge to give Reiki to you guys in one of the posts if you were interested in receiving it. Um, and this is going to be, everybody's going to be moving towards human rights. They're going to be lost in the name of national security. So how do you, um, people's freedom of association, freedom of movement is going to be threatened. How do you connect with people so that way you don't feel threatened and you can feel safe in your communities because people are going to be feeling threatened. Um, this is gonna be happening on January 13th. Um, so with Venus and Pisces, much more of a depth of emotion because we're moving out of detached Aquarius, there will be more romance, gentleness, compassion, and sympathy. Feelings of love can deepen and become strong, but also selfless. So as this full moon is transiting and this lunar eclipse is happening, the love aspect is going to heighten, right? Um, they're going to be beauty on a different scale and people are going to be having to rely on each other in order to feel grounded. And you're going to notice that and you're going to feel a push in order to be in that. You're not going to think about it. You're just going to do it in regards to love and sharing that emotion with others. Um, and this comes from astromatrix.org. Um, it says you'll probably fall in love over and over again with everything beautiful you come into contact with. Venus is exalted, meaning both the planet and the sign in this work will work well together, bring out the best qualities in each. It's all about love, passion, and the ability to see our dreams come to reality. Um, so this is all about being willing to work together better with another, not that we're going to sacrifice our own wants and needs. In a relationship, we have to be willing to compromise at all times. So we will be under hypnotic love spell um, with this Venus in Pisces from tarot.com. We'll want to be in love, fall in love, merge the object of our affection. With everything seems dreamy and romantic, something we need to be cautious of. It can fog up our judgment to the point we lead to overlook other people's flaws. So please don't overlook people's flaws. Unless you've had plenty of time to get to know someone, this is not the best time to make a commitment. So if you've been in a space where you're getting to know somebody and you feel like, go ahead, go ahead. Take it slow though. Don't end up falling in love with just an illusion because Pisces is fueled by like the illusion in the subconscious. So like make sure that, you know, when it taps into Aries, low key, that may be better. I don't know when Venus transits into Aries. Let me go ahead and look that up because y'all know um, I'm all about uh figuring that out. Venus is going to transit to Aries in February. So like give this time. Um, this is like training mode and just like you sussing people out. Um, 
and also cultivating your spiritual pursuits, uh, cultivating your imaginative pursuits. It's not about chasing the almighty dollar. Do something charitable with your gifts. I've talked about in some of my uh, pulls for the collective, like giving to charity, giving giving back, um, offering like your services in some kind of way. Think about that, whatever way it means uh, important to you. Um, but I've talked a lot already. So now I want to go ahead and kick it to our sponsor. Shout out to Flawless Noises Media Network. Also, if you're listening, shout out to you. We are going to be having a one-year show. I will be doing a general energy reading for the collective. It's going to be in Atlanta, February 29th, 2020. Go get your tickets on flawlessnoises.com. Uh, um, but shout out to our sponsors. I'm going to kick it over to them. And then I'll come back with the uh, tarot spread. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, coworkers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, my lovelies, welcome back to Mystic Moments. I hope that you enjoyed that little commercial break. Shout out to our sponsors at Flawless Noises Media Network. So I'm going to go ahead and get into the uh, tea of the week through the cards that we are using um, in this next segment. So um, in Toronto, I uh, have to give the backstory to this deck uh, because I'm actually going to be starting a little bit different. So um it all connects start with toronto okay great y'all know i'd be having to ask my guys what to do <laughs> ask myself and check in um but no so while i was in toronto of course i had to hit all the crystal stores and all the metaphysical stores that i could within the time frame because of course new year's eve every place was closing early so i was just like let me go ahead and i'm um, trying to get to some places found some really dope crystals and i hadn't been really able to find any like uh, Oracle decks since I've been in the States or nothing had called out to me. So something said to look while I was um, abroad. And I went uh, to this store and I found this deck. It's the Crystal Mandala Oracle deck by Alana Fairchild. And Alana Fairchild is actually one of the people that I base a lot of my healing and ancestral spreads. Um, my uh, Basically some of the work that I do, uh, gangstaguri.me if you want to go book a reading with your famous, your favorite. But no, um, some of the healing spreads incorporate a lot of her, uh, a lot of her deck. Um, very powerful decks, very powerful energy. And um, the topic of this week, uh, as I was in preparation, um, so the day that I'm filming this um, is January the 4th. And uh, as I was in preparation this morning, something says start back up at 12.12 after I took like my commercial break. Um, so at 12.12, I started to uh, read the angel number in regards to number 12.12. And it actually means, um, and if you've been seeing this time, um, it symbolizes your spiritual growth and awakening manifestation of your dreams and awareness of your infinite being. You should continue to remain positive, uh, a positive frame of mind and steer your thoughts in the direction of your dominant ambition. And as I was searching Google, because let's be real, Google is there, it's free. And if it's free, it's for me. So I'm going to use it. One of the other things that 
people ask, what is the biblical meaning of 1212? And I wanted to dive into that a little bit. And it says in the Bible, it means you're not a selfish and evil person, but you are someone who can work hard and become independent. The Bible is warning you that you should not allow devils to control your life. And you should be aware of the fact that devils are all around you. So this segment, um, or this week, or for this spread between... Um, January 4th to January 17th, um, there are devils all around you. And I need you to be aware of this. As you are seeing things rise up on a world scale or on a world level, you are noticing that um, a lot of things are shifting. A lot of people are changing. People's energies are really showing their true selves. People around you, even in your own um, vicinity, are you're starting to realize who they are for, you know, what they bring to the table. And sometimes these things are temptations. Sometimes these things are just like uh, intuitive nature where it's just like, how do you go into this? How do you come out on the best side knowing that, you know, you have to stay with integrity to yourself and integrity to the way that you move. So because of that, I want you to think about, you know, how can you stay on the proper path in regards to your own personal journey, knowing that it's about joining with others, somebody who's not selfish, somebody who's not evil and remaining a positive frame of mind as there are devils all around you, whether they show up in work, whether they show up in, you know, Twitter conversations, whether they show up in just like, you know, um, situations that take you like out of your normal happy-go-lucky self or just like grounded self, like financial burdens, things of that nature. So this deck that I want to start with, um, the Crystal Mandala Oracle deck, the card that came from it is number 24, Ascendant Master Mary Magdalene in Aqua Oracles, and it is represented in Divine Alchemy. So um, the crystal master number here is 333. And what is 333? Well, let me tell you if you were wondering. This is the result of the union of the masculine spirit of the number one with the feminine relationship energy of the number two, resulting in a birth of a new energy. The three, this is the divine creation. The number 333 is the energy of divine creation of bringing together the masculine and feminine. And the result is wholeness. This is divine creation. It contains a very strong element for learning and wisdom and helps the mind open and perceive higher knowledge, supporting the realization that the divine purpose of life for the body and the spirit to learn and love, to unite and shine together, to become a genuine presence of divine love in this world. So working with this is like dialing up the vibration of the ascended masters and the divinity they seek to awaken and stimulate within us. The ascended masters help us particularly with our life path, protecting us so we can receive all the assistance we need all to fulfill our divine life purpose as we grow spiritually. So this is all about you staying in flow with that grounded energy, as you know that there are energies around you that will try to take you out of this. And we are seeing it at a world level. So that means it's going to be harder. It's going to be more difficult. So this is spiritual warfare and spiritual training ground for you right now. There's devils all around you. How are you going to act? So in this divine alchemy, it says we bring you the blessing of um, divine alchemy. And this is the art of transmutation, the application of spiritual consciousness in physical form, so profound that an entirely new form evolves. It is irreversible change. We see things are going to change on a large level as time goes on. Like things will never be the same. Things will never be the same. And we know that. So because we understand this, how do we apply spiritual consciousness to our bodies, how we show up on a regular basis, and how do we allow ourselves with that deep spiritual meaning, that awareness of infinite being, to permeate through all of our senses and permeate through all of our actions and how we show up in all of our divine interactions. It's the coal transformed into the diamond, the lead of sleeping matter, awakened into the radiant gold of consciousness. Successful alchemical transformation requires patience, 
courage and a belief in the power of spirit above all else. The radical and permanent transformation affected by divine alchemy may seem miraculous to the outsider viewing the changed form. Yet the alchemist knows that when spiritual consciousness meets physical matter, the world will never be the same again. You've changed, your spiritual awareness has changed the way that you show up on a regular basis. So how do you allow yourself to allow this energy to genuinely be seen by others in the way that you walk, in the way that you talk, in the way that you uh, come into situations, in the way that you address things with people, in the way that you speak about your shortcomings, in the way that you think about the manifestations that you are bringing forward. Alchemists have always been considered eccentric. Saying, like, duh, me to a T. Listen, but at the end of the day, eccentricity comes uniqueness, comes outstanding worldviews and ways in which you will always be treated as, I don't know, you leave a legacy. It says they appear to labor on tasks the mainstream don't comprehend or consider impossible, yet the alchemists of old and the modern day spiritual alchemists are yet the ones who see reality most clearly and understand divine power most accurately. They know the healing transformational power of divine energy is beyond any limitation the mind can conceive. This is why they never assume that something's impossible. They are open to the workings of the divine will and how healing can best happen, which is not always in the way one might expect. They do not see reality as fixed and the material world as a solid, impenetrable, unchanging form. They know that of all creation is energy and energy can change form. When higher consciousness is applied to the energy, the form which evolves is one of shining divine beauty. So this is about you taking your spiritual form, developing that higher consciousness, the, the soul, the body, the intuition, the hits, the downloads, all of that, and allowing that to be what is divine beauty on your own terms, knowing that you're not weird, you know, you've had your little psychic awakening. Congratulations to you. Shout out to you if you've been having that recently. I need you to allow yourself to recognize that this is, you know, your time and we're all coming back at this moment in time because we have to take care of one another. And this happened back in the day. You know what I'm saying? If you look at any kind of text, you'll get any kind of understanding. Like there were, there were souls, there were angels that were always walking around to keep us on the straight and narrow path as much as possible. And people always sought them out in the most inane ways, but it always happened. It says the sole task of divine alchemists is to repair the damage that fear-based consciousness has generated in the world. A divine alchemist may do this with a focus on environmental and socioeconomic issues or through the arts, creative expression, healing work with the body, mind, or soul, or through cooking and educating others about nourishment. Alchemists may do their work on the greater human collective powerfully, but behind the scenes, they may do this by bringing higher consciousness into their own being and then allowing that to permeate their work in the corporate, financial, legal, or political sectors, or in the worlds of marketing and media where their elevated spiritual frequency is so very needed at this time. No matter what realm you enter, your soul has the ability to trigger alchemical change. Whether you are always conscious of it or not, your presence is helping to repair bodies, minds, hearts, and souls from the terror that's been conditioned into, life, into them over lifetimes. You are helping to heal the doubt, fear-based habits, and self-destructive behavioral patterns that plague the human collective psyche. You are here to apply love, higher understanding, and wisdom to the world. In the application of that higher consciousness, alchemy begins, and in time, Genuine divine beauty rises up out of the sacred fires of transformation. The ugly duckling realizes it was a swan. Alchemy always starts with the alchemist. It is will and belief that empowers the alchemist to continue with their sacred work, even if it's misunderstood or dismissed by those that don't know any better. People aren't going to know unless they see. People aren't going to know unless they feel. How can you bring that to the forefront, knowing that you are not alone? 
you are not tripping. You are not going through this solely on your own because we are seeing it in a physical way transforming in the world around us. So how in your own understanding of that can you allow yourself to be seen in a way that's authentic to you, sharing your gifts, sharing your talents, whatever that means. When the Oracle of Divine Alchemy comes to you, you are being advised something in your world, perhaps even in your body, is going to be blessed with healing transformation so profound, it can never be undone. This spiritual repair is not simply a patch-up job, but a profound reconstruction that will change the substance, quality, and consciousness of that physical world reality. There will be a purging and a reconstruction this comes to you with the message for your alchemical empowerment. Whatever you want to change in your physical world can change. What's needed is a commitment to consciousness, growth, and unconditional trust in the process. Don't give up until it is as you would wish for it to be. You must believe in yourself and the power of the divine. The art of divine alchemy will express itself through you and you and the world around you shall be blessed by its healing power. So how can you allow your healing power to be seen without being ashamed of it. What does that mean to you? How do you show up in this way? How do you show up knowing that your truth is what heals? Your honesty is what heals. Um, so we're just going in the Oracle decks, I'm assuming. Next, um, the next Oracle message is going to come from the Spirit Animal Oracle deck. This deck is by Colette Baron reed um, So let's go ahead and see what messages comes out. Um, the first message that comes out is magic works through you. So this is very much in line with the crystal mandala. Um, the other is uh, embrace the in-between. But you may struggle with doing this and struggle, like, struggle a little bit with knowing um, that is not always going to make sense 100% and it's not always going to come up like very clearly. Like some of the, the awakening, some of the downloads, some of the you know, upgrades, like it's not going to make sense unless you realize that the magic is working through you to connect with other people. So the first thing that comes up, the scarab beetle spirit, magic works through you. In ancient Egypt, scarab beetle was revered for the creative magic of scarab beetle spirit, reminds us that we can bring forth something extraordinary seemingly out of thin air. Whenever you let your creativity flow through you, scarab beetle reminds you spirit has given you the infinite potential. You have an ally as you fashion something new or repurpose the old, for spirit co-creates with you, channeling energy through you that you feel replenished and vitalized as you make magic with what's at hand. Now's the time for great optimism, for you can accomplish anything you desire and your creative endeavors will come to fruition. Miracles, opportunities, abundance, and love will seemingly appear out of nowhere as you allow spirit to work through you and magically manifest what you need. So this is very interesting. If you follow me on Twitter, I recently was just talking about um, me having a little bit of like this... Uh, it's like the universe is dropping hints that I'm single and dropping cookies along the line in regards to like meeting men. I think I talked about this earlier, actually. Um, and it's just like all the opportunities, like I've been working really hard on like, you know, my work and just like growing. And if you've been with me for some time or know me for some time, then you've been seeing that manifest itself. So it's just like these opportunities, the abundance are coming you know, our way between the 4th and the 17th. So I'm excited. It says, do you doubt your unique inner magic? Not anymore. Thank God. Thank God. Are you afraid that you have no originality, that creative juices don't flow through you? Well, I mean, I, this is for somebody, because I mean, I know that I got this. Sorry, I just have to say that. Perhaps you mistakenly believe you're not the creative manifesting type. Scare Beetle Spirit's message is that creativity is a living force that comes to all of us from spirit, who wants every person on the planet to manifest magic and co-create the world anew. You are as capable of resilience and innovation as anyone. If you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. So draw inspiration into your being and begin to play carefully, playfully create something new. 
do without any judgment. Creativity and magic are your legacy as an expression of the creator. So let them flow through you. And the flamingo spirit says, embrace the in-between as things are flowing through you, right? So Miss Flamingo, she says, balance comes easily to flamingo spirit who sees what was and what will be and stands strong in the face of uncertainty. You can be informed by what came before and plan for a future yet to be, but don't resist flamingo spirit's call to be fully present in the now where the real magic happens. With one foot in the life you are moving away from and one in the future as you become the one who leads the life of your highest intentions, you must make peace with the fact that you are not fully in either place. Embrace the in-between. The presence of flamingo spirit is a sign that your creativity is arising within you and opportunities are beginning to present themselves. Remain here as a balanced state of mind for there is much to know and learn before going forward with new plans. You can trust this moment and yourself as you take in what you see and become aware of all that you're experiencing with this in-between time. So if you're feeling nervous and wobbly, stop worrying about the past and the future. Instead, be present in the moment for balancing. For now is the space in which creativity arises. Creativity is your birthright. But if you're moving too quickly in an attempt to dis avoid the discomfort of transition, you can blind yourself to the miraculous possibilities that are before you now and those coming into being. The past has its lessons and planning has its merits. Right now you may be imbalanced because you're becoming too nostalgic for what once was or too anxious about what the future might hold. This is the time to plan carefully. For now, be still, know that spirit is here, co-creating with you in this moment. This next step will appear when it needs to appear. Relapse in a state of equanimity and balance so that any anxiety can transmute into trust and faith and that all will be as it will for the highest good. So this is about you just trusting, having faith, and knowing that whatever you're doing, magic is working through you and it's not going to happen immediately. You have to plan carefully. What is it that you are wanting to create? Why do you feel as though you haven't been able to create it? What has been the issue for you? What have you been quote unquote missing in regards to just like energy right if you've been feeling that totally fine it's just not your time um you just have to remind yourself at this very moment that uh it will make sense when it's supposed to so i'm trying to figure out which deck okay so they want to do something different oh okay so there's literally one card that i pulled out in the middle of this deck <laughs> and it's interesting it's the talisman card so this is going to be the key um, that's coming up next. Uh, this is the number 31. Um, so maybe the 31st or the number four. Oh, today's January 4th when we break it down. And it's 1234 as I record this. Look at that. The number 1234. Listen, I'm just, I like going on journeys. So the number 1234, um, it's a sign things, things are finally falling into place for you. You're feeling the changes little by little and you can truly say that there are improvements happening in your life. You're damn right. Um, the biblical meaning, they said, not that one. What does it mean in love? So it means I love you. <laughs> oh, I do love you. Um, and it's typically written in shorthand. So what I'm going to do is go to the monology deck right now, see what's coming up since we know that this lunar eclipse is coming up. Two cards that come out, expect powerful change, which came out in the new moon eclipse. And powerful change. I did say that this was coming and it's here. It also says believe in the impossible. So I'm just going to go ahead and set my intention right now privately so you can set yours as well. Let's go. So expect powerful change is our first card. Yes, yes, a thousand times. Yes, you're being shunted towards your life purpose. 
<clears throat> whatever's happening now is happening for your highest good. This is an important turning point in your life. And on a universal level, we know this. If you want affirmation, you can achieve your dreams, get the desired outcome in the situation you're asking about. This is it. This is a card of beginnings and there are powerful energies at work, but be prepared. It could be quite a ride and events now can be jarring and uncomfortable. However, any new directions will, you take will almost lead you somewhere better than where you are at the current moment. Whatever's happening now, it's happening for a reason you'll appreciate later on. A new portal is opening up. All you have to do is have the courage to forget about the past, move through it. You're being put back on the right path. There's nothing to fear. And remind yourself, never mind the past because life evolves every single day. And then last, we have the blue moon. And the blue moon, it says believe in the impossible. So the blue moon, where you at, Miss Mamas? Um, where you at, sis? Here we go. Miss this chance, it might not come back anytime. What happened once, what happened may only happen once. The person you're inquiring about is aware, a rare find. If you believe it, you can achieve it. The situation is unlikely to repeat. So there are usually three full moons between each equinox and solstice. Sometimes we get four full moons in a single season. Um, the third of the season's four full moons is called a blue moon. Um, so let's see, when is the blue moon in... 2020. The blue moon in 2020 is going to be on Halloween. Um, it'll be the second of two moons that happen in one month, which last happened on March 31st, 2018. Hmm. So Halloween 2020 is when some things may come to pass, you know. Um, it also says, so I don't know, this could be very much foreseeing in the future. So well, this will still be happening in Halloween. Duh. I'll still be here in Halloween. Duh. So we're going to see what's going to happen by then because I believe in the impossible child. It says, as the saying goes, something's happened only once in a blue moon. In other words, hardly ever. This suggests you're about to get a rare chance and that something one off could be well about to happen. This is a very positive sign. If you felt like you're hoping for too much or asking for too much of the universe, what you're asking about, well, it might only happen once in a blue moon, but it can happen. However, with this rare opportunity before you, it's important you believe in it. If you convince yourself that whatever you're asking about can never go in your favor, then guess what? It won't go in your favor. Be grateful for this card. It's a reminder. Believe in your dreams. So your dreams are coming true, and I hope that that resonates for you. Psychic Tarot. All right. So we're going to our Psychic Tarot deck by John Holland. So the Moonology deck was by uh, Yasmin Boland. Um, <clears throat> the Sacred Symbols deck is by Marcella Kroll. So the Psychic Tarot deck, we're going to stop here. Is this it? The two cards that come out, Prosperity Begins, Discontentment, and Boredom. And we're going to stop here with our reading for the week. Um, because it's telling you that Prosperity Beginning and Discontentment and Boredom is going to be touched upon. Um, but you have to kind of like think about how this prosperity can begin when you let go of like whatever's been holding you back from doing what you want and, you know, whatever's been bothering you as far as like where you're going next. So this brings in a message of beginnings, prosperity, wealth, and new business, which could soon be in the palm of your hand. It may be a result from your hard work, past efforts and investments, or it can show up unexpectedly. It may even be presented as a gift. With careful and diligent planning, recent endeavors and money-making ideas, show great possibilities and promises of monetary gains. Hmm, this is the second or third time I've said that. This is a time of focus on the most beneficial outcome. Expect the best, envision the, the project or new job having a successful result. So whatever you had a wish about, see it having a successful result. Feel it, see it, most importantly, believe it. When you focus on abundance and the positive aspects of the material world and offer gratitude, prosperity in all forms will flow even more freely. 
And then last but not least is the discontentment and boredom. And this has to do with your emotions. This signifies a time where you may feel stagnation, discontent, and boredom. So like I was telling you earlier, just take it slow. Let things formulate, let things come to pass. Like you have to weave through this. Feelings of restlessness and impatience surround your relationship project or situation isn't moving forward fast enough. It could be draining you emotionally and energetically. You're longing for change. And although one door may be closed and don't focus all your energy on it, this opportunity will soon knock. A window or another door could quickly open. And if your attention and awareness isn't focused, you could easily miss it. Watch for synchronistic events that bring books, speakers, workshops, and new people into your life. Any of these could possibly hold a message for you. Have divine faith in divine timing and know that everything changes for a reason. This acts as a reminder. It's a perfect time to reevaluate and search within your heart and soul for fresh insights. So this is actually very relevant because I've been doing some of my own, I guess, like healing in regards to just, uh, I guess, like how I look at myself and how I want to see myself transitioning and growing in this new year. And I have been doing a lot of work and connecting with a lot of people that I normally would not feel the, the push to but something in me has changed and I've been saying that a lot. So because of that, I've been able to focus on where I'm feeling the shifts and how I can lean into the shifts more instead of running away from them. Because let's be real, it's gonna happen anyway. So instead of being scared of it, I'm choosing to run towards it. So how are you going to pay attention to that this week? How are you going to remind yourself that, you know, those are, those are are there are those things around you that may try and take you out of, um, <clears throat> They try to take you out of what you know you should be doing and who you know that you are. So how can you stop yourself from letting that happen? How can you slow yourself down and remind yourself like, okay, um, this may be happening right now, uh, but I know that I can overcome this and it's just a, a moment. Okay, just a moment. But I wanna go ahead and in here and I also wanna let you guys know that I will be having a special guest, I believe on my next episode. So you guys will hear from me in three weeks. I can't wait to hear back what you guys have um, have experienced or will experience as this goes. And you guys have a lot to be able to look forward to, some things to kind of like reflect on, some things to look forward to. So please drop me a line at Mystic Pod. If you're interested in your own reading, um, you can go to gangstaguri, G-A-N-G-S-T-A, G-U-R-R-Y dot me, because it's me, bitch. Um, and you can also follow me at Gangstaguri Twitter, Instagram. You can also follow my YouTube channel, The G Spot, um, where I'm basically just like yapping my shit, talking my shit as I uh, transition from my late 20s into my 30s now. Um, and I'm just kind of like chronicling my life. It's kind of like the behind the scenes moments that I share with people in regards to like my life and like what's going on with me. Um, so, yeah. I can't wait to speak with you guys very soon. Signing off with Mystic Moments Podcast. It's your boy, Gangsta Gurry, on the motherfucking track. Hallelujah. Holla back. Mm -hmm.